This is The Preeminent, with your host, Jordan Russo. Achieve excellence. Become distinguished. Find greatness. Welcome back to The Preeminent, where we focus on being the best versions of ourselves in five key areas, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and financially. Um, I'm really, to say that I'm excited about this episode today is kind of like an understatement. And uh, let me tell you why. I have I have two guys out of out of California that like, in all honesty, are like pretty pretty much killing the game. And one's seventeen and one's twenty one, which like it kind of I'm not much older than them, but it kind of takes me back, you know, a couple years to, like I wish I was I wish I was at where they're at right now. But uh, but anyway, uh, I had Ryan Matthews and Hayden Ditto with me. What's going on, guys? Going on, man. How's going on, man. Good to be here. Thank you. Thank you, man. Glad to definitely glad to have y'all here. So I just want y'all to each to give a to give a brief introduction about, you know, who you are and a little just a little bit about what y'all do. And then we'll we'll kind of deep dive it, you know, throughout the podcast. Yeah, I'll go ahead and go first. Um, my name is Ryan Matthews. I'm 17 years old, still in high school, um, heavily, <laughs> heavily involved in e-commerce and just the whole online business realm. Um, and just between my own e-commerce businesses and then our, our training program. Those are my main two things. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And my name is Hayden Ditto. I am 21 years old and I'm a college dropout. I say that proudly. <laughs> um, I'm Preach. The owner, exactly <laughs> the owner of a clothing brand, a um, merchant brand out of Los Angeles called Versus Enigma. And I'm also the co-founder of Uplevel POD, which is a training program that me and Ryan are currently doing. So, so, Ryan, you're st- bro, you're still in high school. I know before we started recording the podcast, you said that you have a month left of, uh, of high school, man. So I commend you for being where you're at right now in life, um, being so young. And actually, to, to be honest with you, man, like being that focused. Because I know when I was 17, bro, I was, I was scattered all over the place. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was just about to leave for college. I was in a relationship. I thought I was going to take the entire corporate you know, arena things. And, um, and none of that worked out for me, (laughs) but you know, I see you, man. And it's like, you're 17 years old. You, you found something that not, not only that you're good at, um, but that you actually enjoy doing. And I'm curious being 17, how is that a world that you stumbled, you stumbled upon? Yeah, man. Honestly, this is something I think about a lot of the time because sometimes I, you know, I beat myself up. I'm like, why am I not here? I kind of have to remind myself, like, I'm only 17. Like, I'm a lot farther than I should be. Um, but, yeah, basically the, the main reason I started in, in business and just entrepreneurship was I realized there wasn't a limit, right? Like, if I got a job, if I did something that most, you know, teenagers do, there's such, like, a small limit to it, right? Like, you're never going to make more than, like, $1,000 a month. You're never going to have a big impact on anything because you're just limited, right? In, in today's world, a lot of jobs, you need a degree, you need to be older, you need to be more mature. There's lots of just qualifications that we throw on a lot of things. And I just realized like, I, I just can't like get to where I want to be like effectively enough. And a, one of the biggest reasons was I remember really wanting to like, it was, it was a really big goal of mine at the time that I kind of realized it's a little bit hard to do uh, if you're actually 18. I wanted to buy a house at 18, which I realized now is like, okay, that's kind of impossible because you have to have you know, a lot of income <laughs> for many years and stuff. That was like my goal and I didn't know it, was, it wasn't like attainable or it was pretty hard to get. Um, but I realized I could never get there without doing something on my own, right? Like I'm not going to get to that position with just, you know, having a job. Like there's no way. Um, 
so that was the main thing, right? I had these big goals and I needed big ways to, to get there. So that was the main thing. And then I kind of just, it, it just really grew, right? Like my, my initial thing was that I just didn't want to have a job. I didn't want to, you know, to sacrifice all the time. I just wanted something that I could, you know, have a few thousand dollars in the bank account and just be chilling um, and just live my teenage life. And then it just kind of was a snowball effect from there. That's a good point. What about, what about you, Hayden? Where it all came together for you? Yeah, man. So I was actually a um, senior in high school and a little backstory. So I used to skateboard. I was heavily into skateboarding, had a few sponsors. And I was like, really wanted to pursue that um, from, the, from the bat. And then I broke my, my ankle, uh, literally broke every single ligament in my left ankle. Ooh. So like, I got back on my board, but it just wasn't the same. I was too scared of like re-injury. And I just was the type of person and personality to like always have to be doing something. So my, basically my focus transitioned from skateboarding to fashion for whatever reason. Uh, one of my older friends pretty much influenced me and he was like kind of just showing me a lot about designers like, you know, Gucci, St. Laurent, Prada, so on and so forth. And I just like got really interested by all that. So then, um, you know, I just was kind of like, I want to start my own brand. And then from there, everything kind of snowballed together. And I actually started bleaching band t-shirts uh, my senior year in high school and started selling those. And that's how the brand started um it'll be three yeah it's going on three years now so that's pretty much how it started back in high school just bleaching band tees and now it's like full-blown manufacturers worldwide shipping like it, it's been insane man like the come up's been quite quite the journey for sure but yeah that's pretty much how i started um a couple of years ago back in high school wow that dude that's insane first off um i i i feel you on the on the injury i broke my right knee four times so I, uh, <laughs> so trust me, man, <laughs> I, uh, I can relate to you a lot on that, <laughs> but, um, both of you guys at separate times said something that really, that really, uh, stood out to me, Ryan, you said, uh, impact and Hayden, you said focus and those two go hand in hand. And it's funny. And it's, uh, it's amazing that both of y'all had that in y'all's answers, right? Cause Right, you know, Ryan, you said, you know, you just wanted to impact. And Hayden, you had you had said that you wanted when when you had that injury and you couldn't skateboard anymore, that you put your focus somewhere else. And like those two go very hand in hand because if, when you focus on something, you're automatically gonna have impact. And it seems like you guys are are successfully doing that, I I would say. You know. Um now I wanna kinda touch on, you know, obviously, um, Y'all have had probably a, a couple setbacks from from here and there. You know, Aiden, you you example when you started off the clothing brand. Okay, it didn't go from zero to where you're at right now. You know, in that you know, however however long. What was what would what did that what did that journey exactly look like? Um, like what was that first? What did that first major setback entail? What did it look like, and how did you overcome that? Yeah, man. So honestly, you know, like I think pretty much everybody when they first start any business period, rather clothing, um, e-commerce store, whatever it is, like pretty much right when you start, you expect like immediate results, right? It's like you start something, you're like, <laughs> all right, I've been working on it, you know, all right, like boom, I launched. Now, why am I not rich yet? So it's like pretty much when I first launched, um, I just was on like a big cartel, actually, for if anybody knows what that is nowadays. That was my first website provider. And um, so sign up on big cartel. And then two, three weeks, four weeks went by, and I only had like four orders like the entire month. And I was like, dang, I was like, how come like like my stuff's dope? Like how come nobody's you know rocking it? 
and then, you know, it, it kind of like dawned on me and I was like, you know, I was like, it's going to take a lot more than just me bleaching band tees than just me kind of doing random little stuff on shirts that have already been made uh, to leave my mark, you know, on this. And on this, cause it's like a very saturated industry fashion. I think that's just most e-commerce businesses in general. It's like you really have to do something that's going to stick out, you know? So I pretty much, I got over the fact that it's like, I'm not going to get rich quick off this, but this is like actually my passion. And then when I let my passion kind of guide the way, that's when it kind of started to naturally snowball and things kind of just started to take off. Um, but pretty much just putting like the passion for it first and actually wanting to leave an impact and change the world and just kind of do my own thing and start my own company and just falling in love with the process rather than the end product is pretty much what got me to overcome all of like the major setbacks in the beginning, you know? So that's what I said. Yeah, I think that's important because like, you're 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 100 right man like when somebody starts something they automatically think that they're going to go from zero to a million dollars overnight because people think these these overnight success stories you know are actually are factual <laughs> and it's like i think uh i think it was i think it was kevin hart when he was accepting an award or some something one time um someone had said yeah you know or he had said yeah i'm an overnight success you know 15 years in the making because <laughs> that's how long it took to, for him to to get to where he's at and um you know i i i know before we started re, uh you know before we started recording this you know ryan you and i were talking about you know that you kind of had you really did have a, a major a major setback some things happened with a you know with a, a former company that you were affiliated with um and uh you know, I want you to, I want you to kind of touch on that a little bit, if you can, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so basically it was just, it was, uh, you know, just a business partnership that just ended up not working out for the, the betterment of both of us. And, um, yeah, it was kind of just, we both realized that it'd be better if we just separated. And that was a major part of my cash flow was that, was that business. And from that moment I was like, okay, um, you know, if this goes well, this is like a test to my skill, right? This is a test to um, my abilities, right? To, to trans, transform my, you know, my skill to something else and just to like be able to adapt, right? That's the best word I can use is, and just adapt. And when something else fails, I can just go to something else right away. And I have this knowledge, I have this skill, I can just, you know, go into something else and have success in that, you know, soon enough, right? Um, obviously not overnight, but yeah. And I think that's really been the biggest thing over everything, right? I can look back and literally like every major setback I've had, I'm like so glad it happened. Like, yeah. I'm so glad that, like literally everything from like my car got totaled and that sucked and there's just all this stuff that's happened. And like, but now looking back, like, yeah, it sucked. But without that, I would not be where I'm at right now. Yeah. I mean, dude, I think no, no one likes, no one likes going through the storm. Right. But they, but they love emerging from it. They love that, that reflection of, you know, a year when they look back like, oh, yeah, man, I did that. And they try to like, they try to like put on this front. And I see it. I see it every day on social media, too. And like, and just in everyday life with people that I talk to. And they're like, oh, yeah, I over, you know, I overcome it so easily. It's like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Let's, let's be real for a second. Like, I remember you calling me crying <laughs> about that situation. So um, now what I'm what I am uh, interested in is you had mentioned in the beginning when you were just talking um, about, you know, it was just a fail. It was just a failed partnership. And I think that's important for, for not just, 
the older generation of entrepreneurs, but also like very importantly, the, the, the young entrepreneurs, because I have, I've personally been in, 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 uh, what's the best way for me to say this? Cause I don't want anyone to get offended if they listen to this. Um, I haven't been in the, the, the best, uh, partnership with someone and, and I will take full responsibility for that. And it's, you know, because maybe I didn't do my due diligence. So, you know, obviously you and Hayden are, you know, y'all are business partners. So what separates like y'all's partnership versus someone else? Like what are qualities that you look for in a partner? What are, you know, characteristics, um, anything, anything like that for, for the people listening that, you know, are 17, 18 years old that are about to graduate high school and they want to pursue business, but they want to partner with someone, but they don't know exactly, you know, what to yeah. look for. 100%. This is something I actually ask myself all the time, right? Because obviously when you're partnering with someone, like what happens to you, you're giving them money, right? You're, you're splitting something with them or you're splitting assets with them. It's like a relationship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's definitely a relationship. And the main thing I look for, right? And the main thing that like separates someone that's like a partner and employee, right? Because if I can hire you for something, then why would I ever partner with you, right? If you're not like bringing in new ideas and, and showing like, hey, look at this, look at that, then there's no reason for me to partner with you, right? Like at the end of the day, between you and your partner, if you if you didn't have your partner, you should be making, you know, like having less success at the end of the day, right? At the end of every month, you should be making less money if you didn't have your partner, right? Your partner should be bringing you to that next level every single day and adding new stuff, right? Like Hayden can go out and learn this new tactic or, or do this and then come back, like, hey, we should implement this. And then I can go out and do the same thing. We can combine and join together and, and you know, have a bigger impact, which is huge. Right. Yeah. You focus on, you focus on what, what, Ryan, you focus on what you're strong at. Hayden, you focus on what you're strong at, but they don't, I'm sure Ryan excels in, in things that you don't hate. And I'm sure you excel in things that Ryan doesn't. I think that's pretty you know, fair to say. And I think that's what creates the most successful partnerships. And that's the point that I wanted to drive home. And that, that goes for me too, because <laughs> I've had some very bad partnerships. Let's just say that. Um, now, what is, uh, what is, what's the goal, right? So y'all are in e-com. Everyone, for, every, for anyone that doesn't know exactly what e-commerce is, share that with them real quick, and then we'll, we'll go a little forward. Yeah, so basically e-com, in a nutshell, is basically you're having your own online business as a marketplace, and you're selling to people that are on the internet browsing, shopping for something. That's kind of how I put it in like simple terms that I feel like everybody can understand. Right. Yeah. So, so, just, yeah, so, so talking Amazon, Shopify, eBay, you know, whatever, whatever the case is, any online platform is, is e-com pretty much. Okay. Yeah. So what is, what is the, uh, what's the vision? Like, yeah. what, so I think there's, there's two different visions in mind. Um, I think Hayden, obviously, you know, has his clothing brand, but you can touch on the vision for that. Um, most of my stores aren't like as centered around a vision. They're more just like dropshipping stores, you know, that, that provide a solution to someone's problem, right? Um, but for, I can definitely speak for up level and all that training. Mm -hmm. That's like where I have the biggest vision, right? Because I think I, I, mean, I realize it more and more every single day. I just realize the type of information that both me and Hayden have, Hayden and I have, um, and just the impact it can have, right? Like I know you said earlier, that real estate changed your life and you know that like it can change other people's lives, right? Like I know that the stuff me and Hayden know, you know, may, even if it just makes them extra 
$2,000 a month. Like that's a lot for some people. That's life changing. Exactly. That's when you like, when I grasp that of how simply we can make information accessible to people and how they can just literally just learn something and then implement it and make an extra, you know, thousand, two thousand, even five thousand dollars a month. Like today I had a student send me a couple screenshots. He had like 1.7 K in orders today, you know, and he got in the course like a month ago. The, the ability for us to be able to teach something um, like that, that someone can literally change their life is just crazy. Right? I just want to be able to like show this like information to as many people as possible and just get it out to as many people as possible. And that's really like why day in and day out, I'm you know trying to get better at advertising, trying to get better at all this thing, all these things, because at the end of the day, I know our information works and I know that it can literally change people's lives for like the better. Right. And it's just, at the end of the day, that's just crazy that we have that ability. Yeah. It's that purpose. It's that, it's just that purpose that, you know, going back to impact, you know, and Hey, now I, I I was thinking about this one when Ryan had just mentioned um, your clothing brand, man, what's that? What's, what does that feel like when you see someone wearing your merchandise? Like honestly a feeling I can't even describe because like we live in um, a relatively smaller hometown, right? Uh, it's about like an hour north of Los Angeles. And if you're like in if you're, it's like a very clicky town. So if you're like somewhat relevant or popular, however you want to word it, people know who you are. Um so off the get-go, started, people started knowing about my brand, right? But like I was like literally just out in public um a couple of weeks ago. I was at the mall, um, which is a pretty pretty small mall, just you know, our little hometown mall, and there was like fifteen I saw like literally 15 people dropping, um, I'm sorry, I saw about 15 people wearing some VE merch. And it was literally insane because most people, like, if I see them, they'll be like, oh, hey, hey, and I'm like, how's it going, man? Like, they know me. But it's gotten to the point where, like, even in my hometown, people that are buying the products, like, don't even know who I am. Like, the brand is starting to speak for itself. And that was, like, my, my angle. Like, honestly, like, I don't even give a crap if I have 10 followers. If my business is booming and everybody knows about my brand that I created, that's, like, just a whole nother like uplifting feeling, man. So it's pretty crazy and something that I definitely wish everybody could experience because there's no other feeling. It's like walking around or I'll get Snapchats of somebody in like a different state and they'll send somebody like um, spotted wearing my brand. So it's just like crazy, like right. the amount of exposure and the reach you can really have just off of e-commerce and just what the people you can reach just off of being online and actually creating a brand that's like touching a different part in the market. People are recognizing it and like, it's just crazy, man. There's nothing, there's not another feeling like it. I can't even describe it. That's the best way to describe it, what I just said. Yeah, I could only imagine how that, like, how that must feel, you know, especially like, because I'm sure, you know, I'm sure in the last three years that you've been doing that clothing brand, you've had times where maybe you've, like, thought about quitting or maybe the thought hasn't crossed your mind, right? Um, I'll be lying if I said that I, that I never thought about quitting real estate. Full transparency, <laughs> okay? But because it gets hard. Everyone knows this. Entrepreneurship, I've said this before, entrepreneurship is the toughest thing that you could possibly encounter. It's the toughest thing that you could possibly do. Um, it's, so, it's so easy to go work for someone else. It really is. And I'm not, I'm not um, uh, coming at anyone that works for someone else if that's what you, if that's what you enjoy doing and that's what you want to do by all means. But you know, working for someone else is, is a lot easier than pursuing entrepreneurship. Um, now going, going like going forward with the clothing brand, um, what is the, what is the ultimate, like, what is the ultimate vision? Are you, 
you know, obviously you have a purpose behind it. Okay. It, it was something that you put your focus in that you, that you wanted to make an impact. You wanted to provide, you know, obviously merchandise for other people. Um, going a little bit deeper than that. Um, what is, you know, you're 21, you know, five years from now when you're 26, what do you want that? What do you want that brand to, to be, to look like? Yeah, man, honestly. So I have, a very very big vision for it so basically and within five years from now i want to be i want to because you know like i said i was a skateboarder so if you like just look at my brand i feel like that type of style is just like evident in like the designs and stuff that i come up with just because like i'm true to myself and, like i stick to my roots and i'm not trying to like be somebody i'm not you know what i mean like all these designs are genuine and, like straight from my mind or my heart and it's just like i feel like every design reflects like a certain stage of my life and what I'm really trying to do is just trans because like, it's definitely streetwear right now. It's like 100% streetwear, just like with a different, unique twist. And my end goal, man, I want to be right up there. I want to start just climbing the ladder and just get right up there with Gucci, Saint Laurent, Prada. I want to turn this into like a whole entire like huge fashion house, but also have another like the same brand underneath it, but also have that brand that still you know appeals to your high school kids, your um, adults that are in the early 20s, you know, early 30s, and still be able to reach the group of consumers that it started off with. But I definitely wanted, you know, to slowly start reaching for that next level and just get into something that's literally legendary where when I die, you know, when I'm dead 100 years from now, my brand's going to be thriving, growing, and just never going to stop becoming what it is just because that's, like, the tier and, like, the level that I'm setting it for. So as far as big picture, that's definitely what I want to do. I think, um, I think, like, authenticity, right? Because you, you mentioned some big brands, and if you look at, like uh, – you know, if you look at the biggest like luxury brands, Gucci, um, uh, Louis Vuitton, um, you know, Red Bottoms, all of these brands, they all have something that like that the other brand doesn't have. Right. So you look at, you know, Louis Vuitton, they have the uh, they have the red they have the red bottoms. Right. No other brand has that. They're very authentic. They're very unique to themselves. And I think that's what separates just like you said, like you every every piece that you create every piece that you push out there um at some point like something led to you creating that like something in your life led to you creating that and being that that authentic person that you are i i i definitely see that that's where the brand's going to go is what i'm trying to say and um and I really mean that, to be honest, because I feel like I look at all these brands on social media and they're all they're all replicas. Just like this guy has a black shirt, this 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 girl has a red shirt, but it's like a similar, you know, there's not there's not anything authentic about it. <laughs> it's just an it's like a it's like a a quote unquote knockoff <laughs> of, of something else. And I hate it. <laughs> And that's one thing that we try and like, I'm trying to stress um, in the course of the consumers, they can recognize when something's just a piece of crap and thrown together. You know, it's like, uh, that's why I heavily focus on the product before I even think about mar like think about the marketing strategy behind it. Because if it's not a solid product that doesn't have its own unique feeling, its own unique place in the market, like, no, you're going to spend a million dollars on advertising and no one's going to want it because it's just not an authentic, good product. You know, so I think that's something that's really important that people need to understand going forward. Like, you can't just make a, some e-commerce store and then just run Facebook ads and expect results. You know, it's like first things first, you need to really buckle down on your initial product. And that's kind of another kind of business strategy that I've been using. That's actually been working pretty well. Now, would y'all, would y'all say that, um, would y'all say that e-com 
is is clustered there's too many people involved i would say it depends how you do it if you're using the methods that everyone's teaching yeah right like i think a lot of people have become really really accustomed to like the free plus shipping ads for you know aliexpress products and just these like cheap chinese products coming three weeks after they order it um and i think people become really accustomed to that right so if you have like really average work and your website looks average your product look at, looks average and everything's average, then yeah, I think that whole industry is very clustered, right? Because the barrier of entry is really easy to get into that. But I think for the people that, you know, actually put in the work and actually learn, the, you know, the professionalism and the way to, you know, develop a brand and a website that doesn't look like that, then that's never going to get clustered, right? Because it's just a lot harder to get into. So never, like no one is ever, like not everyone is ever going to put in the amount of effort amount of time that it takes to get there so i think when you do that when you actually put in the time you're just separating yourselves from everyone else right so how how on a scale of one to ten just so just so people can understand this clearly on a scale of one to ten how important is personal branding for e-commerce or for what just in general because you got and I'm, I'm asking that because you figure you know hayden has a clothing brand Y'all, y'all have an e-com, you know, company together. How important is personal branding just in general? I mean, I think it really depends what you want to do. For me, I think it's like the biggest thing I can do. Like I think about a personal brand, I would not be anywhere close to where I'm at. Yeah, honestly, having like a, like I said, a decent following at first and people just knew who I was prior to starting the brand definitely helped a little bit especially getting that first initial traction like oh people like oh i know hayden like oh he has a brand like let me check it out i definitely think that aspect has um a big part of it definitely like a personal brand i think is definitely pretty big but i think what's even bigger just depending on your industry having your your brand's appearance and your brand's presence just be the absolute biggest um but i think definitely just really depends on the industry but going forward if you can have like a good following a good personal brand this makes pretty much every business venture a little bit easier to start i would say kind of have like a solid base and a solid foundation to go off of but like ryan says really dependable on like the niche you're trying to do or whatever um e-commerce approach you're trying to have I, i'd say okay yeah i mean that, that definitely makes sense because i and i asked this question because um people have their you know, everyone's going to have their different opinions on personal branding. Everyone's going to have their, their opinions on, on e-commerce. And I love, I love hearing, um, like the guys that do this full time. Um, like I had, a I had a Joe Stiber on here and, um, he's a, he's a, a you know, a fairly big e-com guy, you know, he's doing anywhere between 300 and $400,000 a month in total sales. And, you know, he's, he's crushing it. And, um, that was one point that, that he drove home was, was personal branding. Like everything he does, everything is, is personal branding. And I love y'all's answer to that because y'all said it depends on exactly what it is that you're doing and what niche, because the niche that you're going to, to pursue is going to be a little bit, it could be a little bit different than something else when it comes to the personal branding, um, you know, area of things. Um, guys, what, what are some, what are some books, podcasts that y'all may listen to that has contributed to you developing the mindset that you have right now? 
I'm gonna give my I'm gonna give my top few um, just information sources. Um, podcast Russell Brunson's Marketing Secrets um, is really really good. Everything in there is just amazing. Um, books I actually haven't really read that many. I read the Grant Cardone books, which are I think are pretty good to get started out, which is mindset and just kind of developing the basic skills. Um, my main thing I, I consume is just YouTube. My favorite two YouTubers are Sam Ovens and Iman Godzi. I don't know how to say his name. But um, Sam Ovens and, <laughs> um, and yeah, and then Sam Ovens Consulting Accelerator is absolutely amazing. His whole week two mindset is, is amazing. Um, I would say, so there's an entrepreneur called, uh, his name's Andy Frisella, and he actually has a podcast called The MF CEO Project, and that stands for the Motherfucking CEO Project. And he is just like a total force and the e-commerce industry he's doing a bunch of different things but um he has a new and he just really like lights a fire on you very authentic um be warned there's a lot of cussing and it's just like a total different <laughs> podcast aside from anything i've ever heard um it's pretty much all him just ranting on like his own like just business topics and whatnot um youtuber another like e-com guy named alex becker um he's really good and this one book i can't rem- I remember the author um but it's called the subtle art of not giving a fuck excuse my language that's what the book is good. called and it's a good book great book man it literally it's just like like around was saying i think definitely business is like 100 percent, 80 percent mindset 20 percent strategy if your mind's in the gutter and your mind's on the right place your anything in life just gonna fail either relationships tank your business is gonna tank whatever your like workouts are gonna start whatever you're trying to do in life definitely need a good mindset so i definitely recommend anybody listening to this just to get your mind right before you even think about going into business because that'll make your life and journey heck of a lot easier if you have a solid mindset yeah i'm i'm definitely convinced that andy frazella is going to go down as like one of the greatest like just business minds of all time because like his just dude his mindset is on like another level (laughs) like um he is yeah because um he's definitely pretty big but i feel like a lot a lot of people he's an older entrepreneur he's like in his 40s so i feel like he kind of touches like a different realm of like um e-com like entrepreneurship guys but i'm um, definitely like us older or us younger generations like can take a lot away from him so i definitely recommend yeah that. definitely i definitely i definitely agree with that um guys like wrapping up real quick what is what is one piece of advice that y'all would give to to young entrepreneurs because keep in mind either either people people are going to listen to this and they're going to shrug it off like you know the these guys are just kids you know bs whatever you know now let me let me let me go off on this real quick because this is my podcast and i could do this (laughs) now look these guys are doing multiple six figures in 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 e-com sales at 17 and 21 years old like don't take that lightly I'm being so serious right now because I am so sick and tired of, of seeing people bitch and complain about their situations, but not doing anything about it. Okay. Like Ryan is still in high school guys. Understand that please. Hayden dropped out of college. I commend you. I'm gonna drop out too, but, (laughs) but, So, and, and I'm not, and I'm not saying drop out of college, please don't drop out of college, but I'm not saying that. Yeah, Yeah, definitely don't do that. But at the same time, like understand exactly 
like what what has been said throughout this podcast and focus on a business that you want to focus on like pursue something that you want to pursue but anyway i had to go off on a tangent i'm sorry um one piece of advice that you would give entrepreneurs or people wanting to to pursue entrepreneurship yeah i'll go ahead and go first i'll, I'll give my piece and give, give his piece um i would say like 100 percent um just kind of going back to what hayden said right like, and also you jordan of just like every time you you launch something or you make something you always think it's going to do way better than it does right no matter what which is fine it's good right it's great to be optimistic and it, it really like gives you fuel right you keep going and you keep pushing but after you like see that it actually didn't go as good as you expected you like can't just stop right like you have to keep going because if i would have stopped on my first store or my second store even my fifth store i would not be where i am right now right like everything you do to continue to, to continue to learn right and, and not be afraid to learn and put in the effort to learn because you don't know what it actually takes right like the person you are right now is not able to get the results you want to get because if, if you were if you were able to get those you would have already got them right you have to learn more you have to become more disciplined your mindset has to grow all these things have to happen before you get the results that you want to get right so i think just stay optimistic you're gonna fail get back up and then figure out why you failed take action continue to just grow and you're going to get there one day. It's just, you know, no one can really say how long it's going to take. So advice. Um, I would say is to find something that you're really passionate about. You know, a lot of people just want to be an entrepreneur to get rich quick or to make money and to control their own life, which is obviously, you know, every reason why people want to be an entrepreneur, but you also need to find that burning desire, something inside of you that's a deeper, dig deeper in yourself and find something that you're actually passionate about rather than just trying to make a quick buck off something, you know, like if you're trying to start up something, make sure your whole entire heart and mind is into it. Because just like Ryan said, you know, you're going to have plenty of days where you fail, plenty of days where you're not getting the results you want to get. But as long as you have that passion, that fire burning inside of you, and you're always yearning for more, you'll get there. And nobody else can stop you from doing that. And also just be very, very resilient in your mindset. And definitely don't listen to what other people think because, I have family members still telling me, you know, oh, we should go back to college. I go, how's that brand doing to be yours? Like, like nobody knows like, the whole entire spiel of it. And that's okay. At the end of the day, you're your own person. And you need to just listen to yourself, follow your heart, and do what you want to do. And keep your head on straight, and you'll get to wherever you're trying to get to. Such solid, such solid advice from both of you guys, to be honest. Um, and, I, and, and Hayden, what you said really resonated with me because – out of everything that I've accomplished so far in my life, I still have family members that tell me to go back to college. <laughs> so, so I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. And it, and, and it's, it's even crazy to me because I'll, I'll go to a, uh, to an appointment to go look at someone's house to go by and they'll see that I'm a young guy and they'll, they'll ask me, you know, if, if I went to college and I'm like, no ma'am, you know, I dropped out. I'm 23. Oh, you should go back. I'm like, no offense, but you realize I'm in your house to buy it, right? I'm about to buy your home. You like, <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand that. But and I'm and I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to sound like a jerk either. But I just don't understand that that philosophy um, or that, that thought. But but anyway, um, guys, where where can where can people find you guys at if they wanted to reach out to you? Um, a matter of fact, let me let me ask you guys this: If if people reach out to you and they tell you that they that they come from the podcast and they have any any questions about you know branding, e-commerce, or anything clothing brand even, um, would you guys be willing to uh to you know kind of take a few minutes out of your time? 
hundred percent, man. Perfect. Yeah, most definitely. Perfect. Thank we're y'all guys so much. Yeah, we're always hopping on calls with people, giving us more information. Help them out. Yeah, just shoot. You can shoot me a DM at uh, my Instagram is at Ryan Math Ryan dot Matthews Matthews with one T. Um, shoot me a DM. Say you're from the podcast. Ask me any questions you have. I'd love to answer them. And my Instagram is at Hayden H A Y D E N dot P O D. And um, yeah, that's the account for up level, well, which is what me and Ryan are currently teaching people about branding and all that good stuff. So. Any questions um, in regards to anything, definitely hit me up, hop on a call, and be more than happy to help you out. Thank you guys so much. Look, guys, if you got value out of this podcast, leave it a five-star rating and review. All of the, all of the links are going to be in the description. Their IG handles are going to be in the description as well. Definitely feel free to reach out to these guys. Um, and thank you all so much, and we will see you next time.